Taco Brothers Podcast. Acts about me. Acts about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser. And a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Taco talk, talk Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Go D. And it's your boy, Smash, coming at you. want to welcome you guys to another episode of Talker Brothers Podcast. What it do, Smash? What it do? Man, just chilling, bro. Just chilling. What's up with you? Man, I'm good, bro. I'm getting to that winter, coming out of that winter months, hitting spring. It sprung forward with the time, so you know this bad weather is behind us. About to get some outdoor activity going. <laughs> Maybe for you. But <laughs> out there where you at? Nah, it, it was nice today. I saw it was about 66 degrees here today, and I saw people out walking dogs, riding bikes, skateboards, and everything. Yeah, like they couldn't man, wait that, to get outside. That's rejuvenating, man. That's you know, that get my blood boiling right there, man. I got outside in the yard and fertilized the yard, and and it got that good guy water into the lawn. So I'm I'm waiting for it to. Uh, I ain't looking forward to the yard that green spot. You can keep the yard work. I ain't ready for that one yet. Well, no, I don't, you know, I don't cut grass, so, you know, but I will get out there and, and trim the hedges and uh, tend to the flower beds and stuff like that and fertilize the lawn. But the actual act of cutting the grass, nah, brother. I, you know, <laughs> sometimes you pay for your convenience, and I definitely pay for that convenience. <laughs> nah. You know, I like it to, you know, I like my grass to be high, like cut real high. And I think if, if, I, if I cut it, I'ma mess it up. So I let somebody else do it. Yeah, when you cut it too low, it um, yeah, that's when it dies. A lot of people don't realize that, but um, but I sometimes I just cut it low for the hell of it because I, I get tired of cutting grass all the time. See, I don't want to cut grass for three foot every two weeks. I want to cut it get that third week on. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> try to go with a month, like right. <laughs> <laughs> Neighbors be mad at you. Why didn't you cut your grass? Why don't you come cut it for me? Right. I'm calling a homeowner association oh, on you. Man, don't even get me started on them homeowner association. Hey, telling they, you. They, huh? Yeah. They, and that's the thing. They like Gestapo. They want to tell you what you need to be doing. Yeah. I'm like, man, I don't see your name on Nam Bill at this house. <laughs> <laughs> when you when I do see one on there, then we can have a discussion what you want me to do. Yeah. I, I, it's funny because they had, uh, you know, it depends on how your house sits. One side of your house, you'll get uh, that green, the green mold growing inside mm-hmm. your house. It's not really growing, but it's like you can see the the uh, the greenish color. Yeah. You gotta you know spray it off your house, get that spray and spray and power wash it off. So they were uh, it sent me and my neighbor a letter. As I'm walking out, he grumbling and mumbling. I'm walking out the house, I'm grumbling and mumbling. I'm like, man, what's going on? He was like, man, did you get a letter from the homeowner association? He was like, I was like, yeah, talking about. We got to power wash the house. He was like, I got the same damn letter. I was like, how can they even see that from the street? <laughs> like, this, so they all on your property looking at your house and stuff. Oh, yeah, they, they be on there, man. I actually thought about going to one of the meetings and seeing if I can run for one of the uh, positions just to, like, end that stuff from inside. Like, Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm president. I'd say uh, after this um, uh, term, there'll be no more homeowner associations. 
Right. <laughs> all, all in favor, say aye. You're right. <laughs> Just end it from the inside. <laughs> like, I ain't never been to none of those meetings, though, man. I've been to one, and that was when my when my uh, my buddy was uh, it was leaving that trash outside his house, and he went to the homeowner association on homeowner association, and it was uh, took him about probably like three or four actual meetings for them to actually say, okay, we'll put a we'll put a garbage can outside your home so that you can uh, they can stop throwing trash. That's where the kids would stop. That's where the kids mm. the, the bus would pick the kids up from. So he was like, if you if you want to make designate this a bus stop, then you need to put a trash can out so these kids can throw their trash in the trash can. And it was comical, man. He was, I mean, he was all in, <laughs> like he was, like he was just trying to change the world, bro. Trying to get this trash can. <laughs> yeah, I ain't mad. I'm trying to pick. I hate picking up other people's trash. That's yeah, when it so blow into your yard and stuff. Like, man. Yeah, so I, I, that that's probably the last time I've been there. But yeah, man, that's but again, I'm I'm excited about spring, man. It's it's get get outdoors and and I'm tired of seeing my car looking like I'm a, a neglectful owner. You know, you got that gray haze on your car. Yeah. No, you can't armor all your tires. You know? <laughs> I know, man. When you when you do get a uh, a chance where you get like a day or two where it's been nice and you wash it, you be like, man, my car do look good now. Right, right. I just feel like you know, you, you call it look good, you kind of feel good. You know, you ride down the street, bumping your music, looking left to right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. You see me, you see me. I think the car ride better too, man. Sometimes yeah, when it's I think dirty, so. it start up all good. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, oh, you feeling yourself too? Ain't you? Right, Christine. You sound better. Yeah. You got any plans for? For the for for vacation? Nah, man. Uh, we we staying local right now. I think we're gonna do some stuff in the summer, but um, for spring break, we're gonna stay local and just try to do a little staycation. The wife mad about that, but uh, I'm trying to save some money. Well, I'm gonna throw some salt. Let me let me go ahead and send her. A message. <laughs> don't stand for that, Jamil. <laughs> we got a lot. If you want to do something, don't let him stop you from doing what you want to do. Hey, she, she know we're gonna get it in later. I'm trying to wait till uh, the oldest one get back from uh, for summer Ooh. break too, so we can just all go do it together instead of yeah, man, piecing it here and there. So come on, having a year under your belt. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, she just had That's her spring about. break, man. She went stay with her friend for a week, so she ain't even come home. I was like, all right, getting grown now. She growing up. Yeah. She don't need you, sucker. I see. <laughs> I felt some type of way. Right. Like, <laughs> damn, my baby don't need me no more. <laughs> At least thought it was going to be year two, not year one. Hey, man, it don't take long, bro. It don't take long for to get out the way. But that's good. That's good. I'm glad you're growing up, though. Uh, so, basically, today, man, there's it's so much going on in the world today that it was kind of hard for, for me to just, for us to just uh, pick yeah. What we want to talk about today. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff out there, man. You know, don't want to kill the same old topics everybody killing, like <laughs> R. Kelly. Like, that's dead. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good read, though. It's, it's funny, man. They, they The internet is always winning, man. Oh, no man. matter what happened, the internet is like, 
infinity to none. Man, you gotta have some thick skin <laughs> with that internet, man. You going through your worst moment. They gonna make they gonna find something to make fun of. Yeah, everybody. yeah, they will, man. When you thought you was on a high horse, they could show cut you down the side, bro. Real quick. Yeah, that's why I try not to even deal with them when I'm going through. But when I wanna laugh, boy, I click on that internet quick. I was sitting there like, man. I was looking and reading and really trying to find find some things to, to talk about, man. And, and uh, the one that really jumped out of me, jumped out to me, which screamed, white privilege, white privilege. So I said, you know what, <laughs> let me pile on them for a little while since they pile on us all the time. What's that? Uh, the man behind the last 25 million college admissions cheating scam. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was reading about that and watching the news about it. That's crazy. Man, it's the guy's name is Rick Singer, 58 years old, pled guilty to four charges of uh, and explained in court how he controlled testing sites to change students' answers. And this has snowballed and not only on on with him, because I didn't know who this guy was, but then you have all of these superstars and actors and actresses and, and entertainers and that's woven into this scandal. And it all boils down to that you had to have money in order for you to play in this game. And it just screams, you know, if you're wealthy, you can you can buy anything. You can I buy you know, I, you know, I knew wealth could get you anything, bro. But this is like, okay, you can even, you know, I'm not naive to the fact that people pay for test scores and stuff like that, but to see it on such a magnified scale, man, how did it jump out to you? Man, I, I was just, like you said, on the magnified scale, I was just like, is it really that serious? Or did y'all kids even try? Because I'm like, for one, if you if you paying that much money to me, if you paying that much money for your kids to go to school, uh, college, then they had to be going to like a private school or some type of good academical, academia school. So I'm wondering like, how dumb was your child that you still had to pay to get them in? Like, Cause I know they ain't going to just regular public school, so I'm thinking like you already investing in in their education. Why are you going through these elaborate um, schemes to get them into these elite schools? You know? Yeah. I just yeah. I, to me it, it it makes no sense, man. Like to even to see them caught up in that. And my thing is how 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 far back does it go? Because you know, like everybody, somebody had to tell them about it for them to get the hookup. Yeah, it started somewhere. I mean, this 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 is a scandal that's been going on for quite a while, and it's just being uncovered. Uh, you know, the guy was described as a self, you know, self entrepreneur, serial, well, self described entrepreneur. Started his online private school. You know, so it's just something that that he has manifested over time. And like you said, who knows when he actually got this thing started off the ground? But it just begs the point where, okay. It kind of make you look at like these Ivy League schools. It kind of make you look different at them. Okay, so if this substandard, by your standards, um, if had they tested, they made these substandard scores and weren't weren't able to get into your school, then they cheated to get in your school and they're doing very well. It's kind of question: uh, Is the Ivy League school education even that much more than your state-run university? Right. I think the one yep. that kind of throws me threw me off about the whole thing, man, was the one where. Um, 
you know, the the person never even played sports, but they got onto a sports team. And I was like, yeah. come on, man, really? Y'all really doing doing the most? Y'all finding yeah, any and every angle to get in that school? Yeah, it, we, we it's but it make it's just like you they always scream play by our rules, play by our rules. But then here's a situation where you circumvent your own rule. So why should I play by your rules at this point? You know? Yeah, that's true. I just I want to see what's gonna happen though. Well, somebody's head's gonna roll for this one because we, we're talking about you know a federal crime, so there will be heads that's gonna roll for it, no doubt. But I want to see how this is gonna play with these superstars, these entertainers that are getting that's being unfolded and being called off to jail for these situations for getting their kids, paying for their kids' test scores to be altered. Man, it's, it's just it's amazing, man, that how they can do this stuff and and it goes on for so long so do you think that the uh kids knew about about um being paid to get in about the cheating and all that or you think they were unaware um uh, you go to court right now and you you plead ignorance as a defense <laughs> you, you're getting locked up so in uh, some form i mean them kids know they didn't make good grades you know they know where they are academically you know what i'm saying yeah. so how can you go from being a C student to making A student type standardized testing scores? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's and you and even from there, even from that point, you know, if they're doing it on that level, then you know they're at the school buying a new gym, uh, paying for at library expansions for grades and stuff like that. So you there is no length or no bounds to their their means of wanting to cheat to get their best for their, their kids and I, and I and i don't you know just like we always talk about sports man you be like man that's a shame that they use steroids and stuff like that but if you got a multi-million dollar contract on the line and this is going to definitely keep you on that competitive edge i understand why you did it now i don't condone it but i understand why you did it so i don't necessarily so with this situation i understand why they did it i don't condone it but i understand why you did it you just want the best for your child by any means necessary that you're trying to go out and get it and if you're going to find a way you're going to find a means to get making that happen so it's just another just another way another flag raised up for white privilege you know and i because i don't really see was there any african-americans involved in this at this point i hadn't seen one i, I make yeah. i could be wrong but i hadn't seen one yet i haven't seen one yet either um pretty <laughs> sure it might be one deep down in there but that'll be that like one a, lucky one huh? uh, <laughs> that might be like uh what's old boy name ben um can't think of the dude's name but might be that type of person that deep down in there but uh yeah i haven't seen one that did it like that i was just surprised that uh aunt becky might be going to jail yeah, from uh, from Full House, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Uncle yeah, Jesse's man. wife. Uncle Jesse's wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shouts out to Charlamagne the God. He put up that uh, put up that that picture on the ground. It's talking about Full House. Is she's going? She's like she's going to prison. Yeah, <laughs> the, the big the house. prison edition. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to the big house. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's so do crazy. you do you think they they what you think they should do to them? What you think should be do you think the kids should be kicked out of the prospective universities that they got uh, got to attend? Do you think the the school's going to kick them out? I don't think the school's going to kick them out, but I think they should be kicked out because they got in there on um, you know false claims 
um you know it's not a feel-good story it's not like you came from a a bad situation and you got in there and you proven that you belong there you legally just cheated to get in there and whether you're doing what they want you to do right now isn't the thing like you cheated to get in there so that makes us as a to me makes you as a school look bad so yeah it, yeah and it's sad man because you think about how many kids were honestly writing these essays and uh, paying all these application fees this crazy application heavens just went through that process so you know how many application you like okay we're gonna pick these schools not only based off of where you want to go <laughs> but how many application fees we're gonna pay to, to apply for these different right. schools you know <laughs> so so but they I, i'm with you on that i think they should hey saying though you came in the same though you need to leave back out of yeah and it's just sad that you have these kids that really tried and that really deserve this and here is this white privilege striking again taking somebody else's spot and then what even made it even worse man they they went through the uh what is it called uh i can't think of the name of it when the minority spots right they even wrote down that they were indian or, or they were african-american oh for real so, yeah so that I they can get that. these get these spots and it's it's they played the system through and through man and they found a, a hole and they they made their way through it. <laughs> That's crazy. It because it, it reminded me of um I remember like a while back, probably first season when we did a story about this uh, young black dude who got like um he he got accepted to every college that he you know filled out application for or whatever, right? Yeah. And one. Sad, oh yeah, I remember that from Louisiana. Sad to say, but it was a Louisiana. <laughs> and one of the um. One of the news uh, people got mad and said, like, he was taking opportunities away from other people who got, who could have, you know, saying apply for those schools or whatever. And I mean, like this same situation, they they yeah. took an opportunity away from somebody that really uh, deserved. deserved it and they didn't deserve it. You know what I'm saying? Like they just didn't want their kid to go to Arizona State and, and go to a party school. <laughs> like isn't yeah, but you know that same yeah that same issue. I remember that because they was because that school they got several kids into prestigious colleges and they falsified information for them as well. And those those were black folks as well. But this is such a grander scale of it. Like this is we're talking about multi million dollars being forked over for these kids to to get in. They played the the poor. You know the poor card. These poor folks play the the rich card, and this is crazy, man. You talking about that lady Aunt Becky has been seven FBI agents, guns drawn, kicked in her door. You know, so I'm I'm glad they I'm glad they they did what they did. But you know, again, I I understand. I don't condone it, but I understand you want the best for your kids. But when when is when do you accept that your kid is average? You know what I'm saying? When do you accept that your kid is not what you want them to be and you got to teach them? They can't go through life and, and, and teaching them that money buys everything, you know? Right. And they already got a, by you just being a celebrity, they got more of an opportunity at everything than their yeah, average man. person. Yeah. So, I mean, you're really, you're really setting that kid up for failure because if they couldn't handle it academically in a high school level, what makes you think that they can go to? to Yale, Harvard, or Brown, Columbia, and these Ivy League schools and think that they will succeed and excel on that level. But again, um, 
we've seen the case before. We're talking about the, the husband and wife from Louisiana that were boosting these kids' score. We see where once they got there, they suffered. But we don't see that on on this aspect because I think same way they bought, they paid and bought their way into that school. I think they're paying and buying their way for them to get through the Ivy League schools as well because we haven't seen, well, it's so early in the story that we haven't seen the outcome of what this, what's happening with these students that are, that paid their way into these universities. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I see which one you're talking about with Louisiana. I was talking about another one. Um where the kid just got accepted to all these college schools and the news reporter had just came on and said like he took away opportunities from other people but i know which one you talking about now yeah yeah i thought it was the same one i thought it was the same nah it's a different one. end of the day white privilege has struck again <laughs> i just want to know i mean i guess now you could say it wasn't but is it is it worth it to do all that to try to get your kids into these colleges because i look at it like i mean i know like if you go to yale or harvard you know that that boasts well for job interviews and stuff like that but to me in the end a degree is a degree i mean that's how i look at it like if you got a bachelor's degree it's a bachelor's degree well i mean if you have five candidates and three are from ivy league schools one is from local community college uh you know a no-name college for your university one is from hbcu we know and the company is white owned we know how that's going to play out you know so it we i understand why they're doing it they're just trying to give their kids the best opportunity possible to to have a, a good life for themselves but at the end of the day when that child does face adversity are you gonna continually bind their way through at some point you gotta you gotta let them you know walk and fall and stumble and, and live learn life lessons and this is definitely not the way that you do that i know that's that's um that's what, that's what i'm saying I, I just think that the kids are going to be distraught from this not to say that they weren't already distraught from growing up in that household because if you i look at it like this if you if you were able to do all this to get your kid into college like that, there's no telling what other stuff you've done to hide stuff with inside that family so we'll we'll see how this story plays out, man. I, I don't know. Will this get swept under the rug? Would it be like it's it's dominating the you know the news right now? Will it will it continually dominate until we come to a conclusion, or will it just fade to black? And I, I'm more than sure I'm thinking leaning more towards fading to fade to black. Yeah, that's that's what I got my money on. But you know, I ain't no gambler. <laughs> <laughs> so. Reading this article about South Carolina Pastor John Gray, uh, he was on The Real, and that he talked about he had an emotional affair. And I'm not, I don't, I don't wanna approach this in the biblical sense. I wanna approach this in everyday terms. Um, over a year ago, his, him and his wife had some difficult in their mar difficulties in their marriage and uh, he was in a place where he was conversing with uh, a woman of the opposite sex and he's saying that they got too close and it caused issues in their in their relationship on top of the issues that he already had but my question is this can you seek counsel from like we we, we counsel each other all the time you know right when we have issues or whatever the case may be um do you think that a male and female 
can get to the point where it's it's an emotional where you consider it being cheating versus it just being counseling. Yeah, I, I can see it. I can see it being um, cheating. I guess. Um, I, man, that's. I wouldn't go as far to say cheating, but I could see where feelings could develop. Let's say that between right. the opposite sex, because you're so as a man, or e- either either way, like either way, you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable when you're talking to the opposite sex, which you know what I'm saying they're hearing it from that standpoint when you talk to you know saying like when we talk to each other you know dude to dude we just be in there for support like basically telling you like hey man don't do nothing stupid don't go do this you know everything's gonna be all right yeah it's just a moment (laughs) in time or nothing like that but when you know sometimes you know like if if a dude if if your wife or a female was talking to a dude you know you know a dude always looking for that opportunity even if he ain't looking for it if he see an opportunity to pounce it's just in the back of his mind like should i take this moment or what you know what i'm saying so i can yeah, see, but, see where emotional but, comes involved but this is a situation where it's it's actually reversed he's seeking out counseling do you think she had the same feelings of she wanted to pounce <laughs> nowadays I, I would say yeah if you'd asked me a couple years ago I probably would have said no but nowadays like women are you know what I'm saying straightforward with it so I could see that because you got to think I think too like what if she's in a relationship and she's going through so they canceling each other and they like well shoot we both in this situation you know what I'm saying blase blase right. so I can I can see it man like you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't run to a female to tell my problems because I I don't want to open that door. You know what right. I'm saying? If me and my wife having problems, like we'll try to talk about it. Sometimes you know you like you said you'll go to your boy, man, she tripping. But then your boys will be real with you, like nah, bro, she she on point. You you the one tripping, right? And you be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I don't know. It was it was just kind of weird to me because you never hear about guy saying they had an emotional affair and i was looking at it like you said not from the biblical standpoint but when i was just looking at the story i was like was this his cop out or as a couple is this their cover-up you know what i'm saying like are they just saying he had an emotional affair because the women will understand that more because like the guys weren't really caring they were like oh he just you know what I'm saying he whatever yeah and it was i don't know but this story has taken so many twisted turns like before we got to this point and he's actually coming out publicly stating that it was an emotional affair and not an actual physical affair and he made point to make that point to let everybody know that this was not a physical physical attraction this was not we had to do anything physical with each other it was just an emotional and the wife was like they applauding and she was like she was overly happy about the fact that it was just emotional so it kind of makes me feel like so you condoning the fact that he <laughs> had an emotional relationship with this guy i mean with this girl and you 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 say i, I accept the lesser of the two evils i should say but is that is that lesser though it normally people would say that an emotional relationship is worse than a physical one and 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 not to get biblical on this and but i i have i have talked to a pastor about this the same issue and 
what I've already known, I just wanted to get validation for it, that no matter what it is, it's still, it's still sin. And, and so in that perspective from him being a pastor, that he knows that, you know what I'm saying? You using that as a cop out and you accepting, but he says he accept that he did wrong and he accepted that, that he know that he, that he did wrong and that this is nothing that he wants to, um, give less blame to or, or, or left less or less attention to but that it was wrong but it just it just but played weird to me to see her her reaction to him um confessing to what he did you know it just seemed like she was just like Woo, they were just talking it wasn't no physical physical affair but end of the day wrong is wrong and right is right you know and if if I, do I think that you can have female counseling? It's kind of hard for me to kind of hard for me to say I can or I can't because like you say, that always plays. That physical aspect always plays, you know? Right. And at a time of a vulnerable position, they're not a clergyman. They're not an actual licensed counselor. You know, where you have that do I think you can go to a a, a, a female psychologist? Sure, yes. um, I agree with that. But but a person of of that doesn't that's not that doesn't have the credentials to help you through this issue, your family, your family issues, um, just a normal ordinary Joe Blow, like we are. I think it, I think you have to draw the line at that point. I think you you have to seek counsel somewhere else. I think it is. Uh, a form of of cheating. So I got from from your explanation because I you know what I'm saying I I try to I try to let people talk before I, I cut them off or whatever. So I got oh <laughs> I got a couple questions for you. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna start first with um, <clears throat> why do you say and like I said not from the biblical sense or if you have to use that because we ain't trying to go church or whatever, but why do you say it's a sin? Any any time that you look at the opposite sex in any manner, whether it be um, whether you watching your your random porn or you're lusting over the opposite sex and you're married, that this is come this is deemed to be a sin. Okay. Right? And that's this is coming from and I can't profess that I know the Bible top to bottom because I don't. Right. And I'm always seeking seeking counsel on those type of things. Amen. <laughs> I guess we are at church. <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> like, wait, man, you threw me off for a second. <laughs> but so this is, but this is for for him, being that he is a pastor, he knows this, right? You know that this was wrong. You know that what you did is it falls in line of of sin. But you, but they make it seem like it's, it's okay, okay to to do this, and it, to me it, it just no matter if you if you if you're lustful or if you're well caught in the act. Well, I think they all are equal. Here's my here's my other thing for you: is it a is it a sin just for anybody, or is it a sin because he's a pastor? It's a sin for anybody. Okay. 
All right. But him, but him being a pastor, um, it, it's just like me working my job, right? Right. And I'm supposed to be the expert in my my field, right? Right. So, if something goes wrong within my field, who's and, and it's and it's my responsibility to make sure that that part of my job is taken care of because I'm deemed to be the expert. Who who's held accountable? You. Okay, so same thing for him. He's supposed to be the expert, right? Okay. So he knows better, and and but it just didn't play right to me that they sat there and she was just like all smiles. Soon as the words came out <laughs> of his mouth, I did not sleep with the woman. She clapped and oh, thank God, and, thank goodness. And that brings me to my my next question, cause, and that's why I said like I didn't. I wasn't really buying the whole thing based off of their story because <laughs> you want to buy it up. Nah, because okay, like so when you when you get into a relationship, most people the first thing that attracts you to somebody is physical, right? Like you like Always. the way that a female looks, or she likes the way you look, vice versa, right? Always. And then as y'all start to date more, you be, you develop an emotional attachment, right? Correct. And that's what brings you to this person. Like, I want to be with this person. So you're telling me that you're happy that your person just had an emotional attachment to somebody and not a physical. And you're happy like you're not happy. Right. <laughs> I mean, you shouldn't be happy because you should be able to come to me and discuss those issues with me. Right. Right. I should be the emotional attachment, right. not the other person, whether it's male or female. Like we don't like for us, we don't get into this. Like I don't intervene in your relationship. You don't intervene in my relationship. Not nine times out of ten, when we discuss stuff amongst each other, it's usually me shutting up, you just venting, vice versa, right. and then we may throw comments in there not to sway you to one side of the argument or or taking sides. Period. Right. It, it's just usually okay. Let me just tell you what I think. Right. Right, and then moving from there. But when it's when you bring the opposite sex in there, and they're not a trained professional, that attraction that you speak of, it has to creep in there. It, yeah, it's it's to me is opening the door because you are allowing yourself to be vulnerable, and right, depending where that person is in their stage of life, or just it may be something in the moment that spark. I mean, like we all watch movies; it happens all the time. Right. Whether it's right. movie or real life, I'm just saying I'm just using movie to give people an example. But I just I just think as like you're saying, and and I know we're trying to stay away from the religion part of, but him being a pastor, he's in that uh, position where he is a marriage counselor or a relationship right. counselor, so he right. knows the traps and pitfalls that you that can come from counseling. So. Why would you go open yourself up? But for you to say, I mean, the rumors had to be strong because he was saying that, you know, nobody's pregnant and stuff like this. So now I could have saw where she was happy about saying nobody's pregnant. But for you saying that we just had an emotional relationship, I, I think somewhere along the line, y'all just saving face. And that's that's what it all boils down to me. That's just how it all boils down to me. That that she's just trying to what well, they are just trying to save face. Right. And and you're just too happy, and it's just too much excitement 
throughout the interview of he had this emotional attachment and I just think they're playing like you said I think they're playing it back to just make it less than and you know better than it's not less than you know you I, I don't think I really truly don't believe that there wasn't any physical attraction but I think it was because this went on for too long the rumors went on for too long there were rumors of a of a illegitimate child being born throughout the throughout the situation who knows man I mean I'm not trying to investigate it that deep or that thoroughly but this just this was just a great topic for us to discuss can emotions be less than the actual physical act itself and I always play on him because I'm always going to lay it on him because he's a pastor. This is what you do every day. Mm -hmm. You read the Bible every day. You uh, you counsel people uh, based off of scripture every day. Every day. So you, you <laughs> cannot make this, this action less than. She can't be happy for this action to be less than. You can't sit there and have this big smile on your face and say that, this is okay because it's totally not okay i don't really think that you can have i think that you can have a working relationship with a female i i do yeah but when you have when you start to bring in the personal into that working relationship then yeah that's what opens that door like you know we always say hey man i'm not i'm not even gonna put myself in that situation oh yeah because you know? <laughs> like my my wife would tell you straight up she she'll tell you that i have a type i don't know that i have a type but she seems to know because she i guess she watches me what, but she'll, what's the type what's, what's the types man <laughs> hey you had to let she had to tell you that nah, you know <laughs> what it is but then she'll say too like she say she doesn't really worry about me with physical like if i think a girl's attractive she's like that's just human nature but she worries about if i say a chick got a nice personality then that's the one she's worried about because she's like you're into that person on another level for another level yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying attraction is just attraction you see somebody you attract to you know what i'm saying like you can't help that you see a burger that look good you want to eat a burger but you know what i'm saying you know it ain't good for your so diet you, co you comparing a woman to a hamburger <laughs> hey that's that's from your mouth to my ears <laughs> i got she don't look good unless she got lettuce tomatoes and pickles on her yeah and the tomato gotta be perspiring you know <laughs> gotta be a sesame seed bun <laughs> but uh nah man you know it just i, I just don't don't buy it because i i think he could have spent that another way and just came out and said hey look i almost fell victim to something we were having problems in our relationship but for you to say you have an emotional relationship and i don't know his whole situation so i ain't judging him but i would like to to go on that because i never i just never heard a male come from that perspective right now i've always i've heard males say that when their female has done something they were like nah man they they you know she's emotionally attached to him and I've, then we know we got a problem yeah then you know you got a problem and so that's what i'm saying like you know when they say they're emotionally attached there's a problem so there was a problem like there there had to be some type of affection or i don't know so that one i i for me you know what I'm saying? I would have to dismiss myself from the jury because I'm already uh, counting him guilty. You, well, he's already guilty. <laughs> to me, he, to me, he's. I'm with you on that. He's guilty, 100% guilty. But it just, it just was weird to me to see them play it out on the reel and her her reactions to his comments. You know, like you, when somebody has a physical 
encounter with somebody else of the opposite sex uh, out of wedlock that person's demeanor is stoic and and withdrawn and they'll they'll chime in how they feel mm. but their body language speaks speaks more volume than what they're actually saying because you know they just talking to be talking right so you can really tell a story by their body language and she was just exuberant about he didn't he didn't touch you <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying like you just totally dismiss, dismissing that this physical like lady he does not come to you for counseling he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't trust you enough that that we that we can sit down and discuss our problems and work through our problems together. You know, rather rather I feel bad about whether I'm I'm hating you right now. I hate a strong word. Whether I'm disliking you right now or not, I should still be able to find a place of time where we can rationally sit down and discuss this and come to some resolution because it's not going to and I'm all for seeking counsel. Right. I'm all for it. Whether, you know, uh whether it's religious based or whether it's just a normal psychologist or, or or marriage counselor that can help you navigate these feelings and these emotions to find a place to where that you can get through it and, and move on with your life. But for them to sit there and this is your job, you're the expert in this field that you're sitting there saying that I accept that this was less than because she didn't the little I, I hadn't seen the whole interview I just watched the five minute clip um, that I watched and she didn't speak at all but she had this this right. this grin from ear to ear like it's all good you know we can move on from this you know but you know yeah now I want to I'm gonna I want to throw that out there on the on the um in the group for the face uh for the fans uh, listeners sorry and uh see see what they got to say about it this this is a good topic i want y'all to chime in on this and see where we stand because i would love i wish we would have had a uh, female on this one to hear their point of view as well but i think they yeah. would agree with us so we right on this one <laughs> we right we right if you think we wrong now <laughs> we right too but yeah so, that, that one is just I like you said her demeanor was just off man so i ain't never seen any woman to say that their man was happy that they man cheated on them in any kind of yeah. way physical and emotional can, mentally mostly, whatever yeah man it's like they get mad at oh you let us skip the line to get some coffee you must like them. no i just let the lady go it's like what are you, i'm paying what are you it forward <laughs> right <laughs> what are you talking about but nah but i i don't i don't think it, it's it's should be taken lightly and i don't think a, a man should seek counsel to another female um that's not equipped to handle that situation on a professional level versus a personal level right so and i'll leave it at that I'm uh, yo you guys weigh in on on a facebook group and, and let us know what you feel about that and give us your opinions as well so another thing that struck my chord this week russell westbrook went in on a Utah Jazz fan. I mean, went in talking about on my life. Yeah. For all everything that I love, I will come and beat your ass and your wife. Hey man, you 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 I think we all done been to that point where they they um they bring the N-word out of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know where you done had to say that? Oh, you wanna see it? n-word i'm gonna show you an n-word you know what i mean like, yeah and that's where he was at and you know what i'm saying at first you know if you just see him talking 
uh, to the fan, it'll be out of context. But when, you know what I'm saying? Because you'd be like, dang, why he going in on that fan like that? But then when you hear what the fan said to him, it's just, man, like, is it, why is it like that in sports? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, as fans, sometimes we get carried away with these athletes and hating the other teams and all that stuff, and we ain't even playing the game, you know? Well, and I'm going to play devil advocate here. Okay. All right? I'm going to play devil's advocate. I like it. All right? So... I bought my ticket. I'm paying for my seat. And I can I can say what the hell I want to say. Now, if you get emotional over it, that's your damn problem. That's not mm. my problem. Okay. Right? So whether it's a do I do I what I condone a racial slur? Um, what's the what's the saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words have never hurt me. Right. So regardless of what was said. Mike uh, Westbrook, why did you take it that? Why did you go there? Why did you go as far as saying um, two like, like two wrongs don't make a right? You know, so you threaten, you physically threaten bodily harm to this person because they're at a game, and you know the word fan is short for fanatic. There are crazies in everything that we do. Right. So why would you go that far to uh, to now make bring light to it? Because it didn't it didn't hurt the fan. The fan got to go home and live on life and, and no problem and you it cost you twenty five thousand dollars to the fan got a lifetime ban eh, so from what? the utah jazz game but so what my cable work every day <laughs> <laughs> who cares right so you uh, so you saying long as you buy your ticket you can say and do whatever I you can want to say what i want to say if i buy a ticket i should be able to say what i want to say and if it's an earshot of you and you take offense to it, then it's gonna play how it's gonna play. Um, do I think it's it's obnoxious? Yes. Do I agree with it? No. But I understand that you bought that ticket. Now I'm not physically running on the floor bumping you and getting in your face talking about nigga, 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 nigga. I, that's not what I'm doing. But for you to say that, come on, man. I'm, I'm whatever, hey. dude. You 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 do what you do. So you know, I'm sitting down here. My my. my my $500,000 check just cleared this morning to play this game. You know, so when, if you feel you can say that, uh -huh. when the malice in the palace break out, yeah, and, you gotta face them consequences. And I come into them stands and put the, you know, put these paws on you. Hey. Hey, are you, are you gonna be ready for that? Hey. I, hey, 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 if I gotta back it up, I gotta back it up. <laughs> but it, it is what it is. When you, cause you gonna, you gonna run up here. But you definitely gonna damn get carried off going back. But see, I don't know, like, for me, I don't understand this. How do you come to, okay, so I understand you being a fanatic. I, okay, I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a play your little silly game being a fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> I understand you silly game. <laughs> I understand you being the, the fan and being saying what you wanna say. Uh -huh. But. Now, mind you, that's not my stance. No, I, I, I know. I'm playing, I'm playing devil, yeah, devil's advocate. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm, I'm playing your game. All right. So when so how does when you bring racism into it is that fair game still? Sticks and stones may break my bones, words that never hurt me. Mm. Okay. Okay. So you you can say whatever you want to say to me. You can say whatever you want, but if you invade my personal space and you physically try to to uh harm me then we have a problem 
right? A mouth can say whatever it wants. So, hmm. somebody, and, and, you know, I'm not condoning racism. Don't oh, get yeah, me wrong, yeah, listeners. I'm not condoning racism at all. Hey, and I'm not saying that we should turn the other cheek to racism. But in this situation, Westbrook, you make too much money to be sitting around here dealing with foolishness, right? Yep. That fan would have got it. That fan would have had a lifetime ban regardless whether you reacted the, in that manner or whether you had went to officials and like, hey, man, this dude here being really racially insensitive to me right now. Um, and it's really not it's really not cool. Can you ask if we had this fan removed? Do you think that fan would have, if he went to the officials that, the powers that be, do you think they, they, that fan would have been removed or because of the actions, the way that he, he took it, that's the reason why the fan was removed. I think it had to be because the way he took it, and then people probably corroborated what Westbrook said Historic. to get yeah. him out of there. But I think had he went to the like you're saying, if he went to the referees first, nothing would have happened. My point exactly. So, so it kind of like Westbrook. Not saying he's wrong. But he kind of added the fuel to the fire to make this become what it is. Correct? Yeah. And, and I mean, Barkley even came on and said, like, basically what you're saying, like, you you know what I'm saying? Don't, don't play into it because all they really want is a lawsuit so they can get some money and blase, right. blase. But it's just, I think it's hard to ignore, it's man. Not, it's not hard. In basketball. Bro. Because football. It's, it, it's not hard. In other it's not, it, no, and, and it, it's got to be hard because in other sports, nobody's that close to you, like they are in basketball. Basketball, they right there with you. They damn near. If you got the money, they sit on the bench next to you. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But I, I don't think a person sitting right next to him will pop off at the mouth like that. It had to be somebody <laughs> like 15, 20 rows up in that actually did that. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, you'll you'll pick that fight but then you fall back behind the crowd and hope that they break it up you know so mm. i don't think nobody's that stupid but it just to me is just like you know west westbrook uh russell westbrook don't play into yeah what they're what they're what they're selling you know don't buy what they're selling you know because all they want is that 15 minutes of fame what they're getting now they're, they're a lifetime ban who cares i don't care if you ban me i just got to Call Westbrook a nigga and, and, and got away with it. You know, you know what I'm saying? And then it cost him money because the 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 actions that he he's taken. Come on, man. You you gotta be bigger than that ignorance. You have to be bigger than that. You have to be able to say, you know what? It, it's coming from a, a fan's perspective. And and don't get me wrong, Utah has is notorious for this type of behavior. Oh, yeah. So you know when you go into that arena, you know what type of behavior you're gonna have. I mean, so throughout the course of this happening over a 24-hour period, they've already showed three or four instances where other fans from that arena and from Utah has has actually taken that stance and said those type of things. And it's just like um, anything. It's like I remember cousin played pro ball and he's telling me man when we go to Cle we go to the dog pound in cleveland they would take snowballs and, and ball up golf balls in in the uh snowball and throw them at you right Damn. so he knew when we go into cleveland when we run out the tunnel run in the tunnel running out the tunnel we know to keep our helmets on okay right so you know what you're you know what you're getting into when you walk into that arena so don't buy into don't fall prey to their ignorance and then everything will be okay 
You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you heard it and you hear it, just ignore it. I mean, I'm not saying that, again, I'm not saying if it's in any other situation. If it's a if I'm walking down the street and four white guys walk past me and, and call me a nigga, then we're gonna have a problem. Right? <laughs> yeah. But in that situation, it's you have to be the bigger person. That's all I'm saying. So when he said, uh, what did Whisper say? He said, he said, get on your knees like you used to. You you good with that? I'm no, I'm not good with that. <laughs> <laughs> don't get it, don't get it twisted. I'm not good with he was that. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> on everything I love, I'm not good with that. <laughs> but in that situation, you you have to have a good discipline and balance to not react to that type of foolishness because all you all they're trying to do is get a reaction from you and be able to like you said put themselves in a position to where they can sue because you're the person with all the money right right so but again i always take when i go to when if i buy a ticket i'm allowed to say whatever i want to say and this and if you feel offensive now now don't get me wrong now if i buy a ticket and i go to this game and the person next to me is white and I'm black and I look over to them and I say some racial insensitive stuff to them, then that's a different situation. But it's a sporting event, man. You're here to play a game and um, they're being a fan, they're fanatic and, and anything can possibly happen or occur. And then you have to be the bigger person to look to just say, you know what, let me finish this game and get up out of this this situation and, and move on. So, so that person bought a ticket and they able to say whatever they want to say, but me, as a player playing in the game, I got to be restrained. Is that what you're saying? That's what happened. That's not what I'm saying. That's exactly what happened. But the player then, the player needs to be restrained and not say anything. Because I'm like, I'm going to go back too. Yeah. I'm going to go back on them too. I'm going I'm to find out about his whole family. I'm going to... Hey, I'm about to. That's that's overkill at that point. Yeah, but if they want to play that, this game, like that's that's overkill. Hey, I'm already you, getting fined. I might as well make it worth my while. Yeah, twenty five thousand. Come on, man. He just got paid like five hundred thousand to play the game. So twenty five thousand was just sofa cushion money to him at that point. I mean, you not me knowing you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see you doing something like that. <laughs> but I would have to. Again, here comes that counseling smash. <laughs> Come on, dog. Let's not be foolish here. Just let it ride, bro, and move on. You know, and make sure you put some tickets. Make leave some tickets for me at Will Call, please. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, Shoot. man. I, I hear your point, and uh, the the rational part in me wants to agree with you, but the uh, nah, the the let's let's make it happen. The eighty percent part, like nah, let's. Let's go on and let's go on and let's go on and give you a show. I bet. Yeah. I bet when I get through with you, you ain't never gonna say nothing at another game again. Yeah. Well, they can't because they banned for life. <laughs> I think they they need to do like Ron Artest did and just run up in the stands. Yeah, but then we see how that ends. You, know you know what I'm saying? saying? And, and, and I'll, they'll think I'm Pastor. What was his name? Pa- Pastor Gray? Because I'm gonna lay some hands on him. You gonna lay some hands on? <laughs> there will just there will not just be an emotional connection. There will be a physical connection here as well. Bring my olive oil because I'm gonna anoint I'm anoint him. Hiroko Sunday and lay some hands on his ass. No, <laughs> oh, you silly boy. So let's get into some shout outs. Shout outs. Shout outs. Yes, what sir. you got, man? Um, 
give a shout out to Yara Shahidi. If y'all don't know that name, she's the girl that plays on. She's Zoe. She plays on Blackish and her own show Grownish. She has her own uh, Barbie doll coming out, and it's um, should be pretty good because it's supposed to look exactly like her. So that's a big up to her. So shout out to her. We got a uh, Tony Harris. She is uh, a female who got a scholarship. The first female, black female at that, but first female at, at all to get a scholarship to go play college football. So she doing her thing. She um she out there doing her, her thing. So shout out to her. And then the last one is um this uh lady. Um, I'd be wanting to say Teddy Riley, but it's Leslie Riley. <laughs> jam. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, jam. <laughs> it's uh, her name is Leslie Riley, and this one is it is it, cool because she's the uh, what she do? She got the she got a um contract with Walmart to sell her famous biscuits. Uh, which remind me of Martin, their mama biscuits. My mama biscuits. My mama biscuits. So, uh, you know, shout out to her. I'm going to have to uh, go look these up and uh, see if I can get some and see if they work uh, what it is. But regardless. All the hype. Yeah, regardless, she's doing her thing and she no got doubt. it out there. So if y'all see some mama biscuits out there, go ahead and support. Uh, it's black owned and uh, go ahead and support her. Yep. And that's, no doubt. That's it, what I got right now, bro. So our shout outs for the week and listeners again we want you guys to like share the pod if you enjoy what you're hearing you know turn it on to turn other people on to what we're doing and we definitely want to each one teach one and uh keep this thing going follow us and like us on facebook instagram all your social media outlets uh join the facebook group there's always stimulating conversation going on in there and other than that any closing words my brother Man, I just want to uh, shout out to the listeners, man. Um, every week, it seems like y'all getting more engaged, and that's what we're looking for. Uh, I think we, we we about to come up with some some stuff to give y'all a way to give us some feedback. Um, I don't know if you're going to talk about the mailbag, but if not, you know what I'm saying? We got, we got some stuff on the way for y'all to give us more feedback on what y'all want to hear about. Yeah, we want to make this thing interactive. We want to be able to, you guys... Hit us up on the voicemail. Hit us up on with emails. We want to read those on the sh- on the show and, and play the voicemails on the show so that we can uh, provoke some some good conversation. Keep everything again. We all we all about the positivity. Oh, all positive. And, and and definitely hit us up like he said on the voicemail or email and hit hit us up with some uh, relationship questions. Uh, we we we're pretty good at uh, solving other people's problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> we do all right. <laughs> now, when it comes to ourselves, uh, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but... there's, there's a lot of question marks going <laughs> on there. <laughs> but uh, hit us up. I think I think you know what I'm saying. But between us two, we we can you know what I'm saying. We can um, if you got a problem, we'll solve it. You know what I'm saying. Like what Vanilla Ice said that. Yeah, and if it goes wrong, it wasn't our fault. Yeah, it wasn't our fault. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Prob trouble, trouble. It ain't my fault. <laughs> so with that being said, much love. And we out. Peace. We have returned to claim the pyramid. Partying on the mothership. I am the mothership connection. Get down in 3D. Light year groove. Well, all right.